Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Snow Saxman. She is a success, wealth, and women's expert and a two-time Amazon bestselling author. She's married to the love of her life, Paul. They've got seven children and two grandchildren. You do not look old enough to be a grandmother. Uh, Someone (laughs) way too young to be called grandma. She was a millionaire at age 25, living on food stamps and bankrupt by age 35, and now earning multiple six figures on her way to millions again. She's been able to channel, with God's help, her painful past into a purposeful future and rebuild her empire by teaching women God-inspired success, financial, and business strategies. She is, she's got a degree in accounting. She's a certified tax coach. She's a certified neuro coach. She's also known as the Money Oracle. She's been featured on Direct Capital, NBC, Fox, Fast Company, EO Fire, which I've been on, the Huffington Post, US News, and many more. Snow, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right, so I am super excited because we've been talking a lot about a couple things uh, lately on the podcast. We've been talking about the ups and downs, the roller coaster of entrepreneurial life, which you have been through in spades, and the productivity track, you know, how to get so much done. So uh, let's go back in time. So let's go, uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay, Virginia Beach, and what did your parents do? My dad was an architect engineer. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, a socialite. Um, we had a picture-perfect childhood growing up, it seemed. <laughs> it seemed. Okay, so there's a little teaser there. I like that. All right, so how did you get started in business? Yeah, so I graduated college with a degree in accounting. I wanted to be the chief financial officer for a major corporation. I got into accounting, not for taxes, but for the financial planning from the accounting side. And so after college, I actually got married, had a baby and divorced in college. And when I graduated, I was a single mother and my ex-husband just took off. I haven't literally seen him (laughs) since that day, 20 some years ago. And so I decided- Did you know you had a baby? (laughs) Yeah, yes, he didn't know I had a baby. We were married 
he did know I had the baby. Um, but so after college, I just thought I've got to get out of here. And so I decided if I was going to move somewhere, I was going to move somewhere I wanted to be. And I had come to Florida on every spring break. So I moved to Orlando, Florida, got a job at Walt Disney World. And it was picture perfect. Again, it just, I, it seemed like I was doing everything right. I got a job as entry-level accountant. My daughter was going to preschool and on Disney property. So it was literally, you know, amazing for a 22 year old. But after a few months, I, it didn't take me long. I realized this is so not for me. I just, I wanted to be able to control my time. That was the biggest thing for me. And then at nine months, I got my first pay raise and it was a dollar an hour. And literally my whole life flashed before my eyes. And I thought, there's no way I can do this for 40 some years. There has to be a better way. So I quit, went back to graduate school, get my master's in business and started my first consulting business. Wow. Um, I hope that the longer version of that fills one of your two best-selling books. So <laughs> There's a whole lot in there that we don't that we, we, we that you flew through. Okay, so you went started your first consulting business. Uh, who were you consulting for? What were you doing? So I was helping small businesses start businesses. So I was helping them form corporations, do the accounting setup, uh, very similar to what I do now. I was just doing it. Um, more traditionally, you know, in person. This was before the internet was what it is. Um, and so I was just literally by referral and word of mouth connecting with people uh, to help them start their business and get those financial systems in place. Okay. And is that the business that made you your first million by 25? No. Um, my current husband, who's amazing, he was one of my first clients. He was starting his first business and we had a whirlwind romance. We fell in love um, when we weren't planning on it. And um, through another one of my clients, they were in construction and real estate. My husband was getting out of the military. He was an officer. And this is when they were doing all the cuts. And so they were closing bases, including the Orlando one. And so he got a large lump sum of money and invested it with this other guy and got three construction perm loans in his name. So he had three vacant pieces of property. He was supposed to be the finance guy and the other guy was gonna build them and they were gonna split the profits. But the guy basically took off with all the cash he gave him and left my husband with these three properties. And so we decided, well, I guess we're building these houses. And uh, it was through that process of building those three houses that with our amazing combination of gifts and how we complement each other so well in so many areas that we built this multi-million dollar construction and real estate company within two or three years. Wow. Okay. So that is absolutely incredible. And then you went from that to bankrupting on food stamps. How did you talk about that? <laughs> yeah, so um, I alluded to this early in the conversation. I did have a traumatic, painful past growing up. Um, and I, I actually was sexually abused from the time I was a toddler until I was a teenager by a male family member. And I had never dealt with that. Um, all the abuse uh, that my first husband put me through, I had never dealt with that. And so um, I was a millionaire by the time I was 25. We had more money than we knew what to do with, but I hadn't dealt with any of this stuff um, from my past and so um, I I began what we what I call the rock star lifestyle and so we had so much money and we were very hospitable we still are we love people and so we just but we got sucked into this wrong crowd and it was you know drugs and partying and just crazy stuff going on and that just kind of compounded you know me not dealing with all of those things that were from my past and the emotional things I hadn't dealt with yet. And so by the time I was 29, I actually attempted to take my life. Um, God intervened. 
thank God. Um, and so that was kind of like the first step. I was uh, put into a mental hospital hospital um, here in Florida. That's what they do when you do that. And so um, that was kind of like the first steps to like starting to heal. It really was early on. Um, so by the time I was 30, the economy was starting to crash. I actually owned my second failing retail business. I owned a salon and that failed and I bought a ladies fitness franchise. And so at this point, the economy is crashing. So the construction real estate company just isn't what it is. I haven't dealt with all of this stuff in my past. I'm in the second failing retail location and things just really started, you know, to spiral after that. And we got sucked into this mentality with the recession falling that there was nothing we could do that you know that that we just basically stopped showing up for ourselves and I got stuck in this lack mentality that there wasn't gonna be enough money there wasn't gonna be enough resources and then slowly having to sell off everything you know we we had to sell the million-dollar home and all the cars and literally like everything that was of value like shoes included you know like things never had me but when you have to sell everything you have just to be able to eat and then you wind up bankrupt still living on food stamps it tends to take a toll on you emotionally and so it just kind of kept getting worse and kept getting worse and I began focusing only on what was going wrong instead of trying to focus on what I could do or create and so that's literally what led us into that bankrupt and living on food stamps Wow okay so we went up we went down and then there's the rebirth Phoenix rising from the edges so you're bankrupt living on food stamps uh, when did you hit the, you know, never again moment, the official bottom of we got to do something about this and change our lives again? Yes. So um, in that time frame, uh, soon after the economy started crashing and things started happening, we I did develop a relationship with God. I began to grow in my spiritual walk with him. And I knew based on what I studied and the development I was doing that this was not his best, like living on food stamps, <laughs> filing bankruptcy, like you, where you literally can't even afford to buy food for your kids is not what God intended. And so knowing what I knew, um, I also got stuck kind of in this waiting for him to do something. And so I think I know what he wants me to do. I'm doing everything I'm thinking I'm supposed to be doing and yet nothing is changing. And so one day I just literally had enough and I threw myself on the ground and I said, you know, I don't know what you're waiting on to bless me, but like I've been doing everything and you know, we're giving when we don't have money, you know, we're, we're, we're doing stuff and, and nothing is happening. I know this isn't what you want for people. And I said, what are you waiting on to bless me? And in this literal audible voice, he said, Snow, you are not waiting on me. I am waiting on you. And that was my life changing, changing, defining moment where then he began to speak to me through just circumstances and bringing things to my path that's showing me that every way that I thought about money was fear-based and that I was actually contributing to the problem by only focusing on the negative bank account or the lack of money or being fearful with what little money would come in and not releasing money or, or not expecting it to come back. And so that was my defining moment and what really changed my life and how I view things and, and another step in that healing journey of renewing my mind. Wow. So what was the first action item what was the first thing you did after this after your decision after that I began working with um, a couple different coaches so I did uh, a private one-on-one -on -one coach and I did a group coaching program that was all based on um, the science of the mind and um, how the mind works and I began to shift 
what I focus on because you know now I now that I'm expert at this as I walk through it and it's what I teach what and we all know this because we hear it from multiple you know personal gurus and people who have you know huge success is that what you focus on really does grow and I was focused on only the negative and only the lack of money and so I began to shift my focus on what I could do, not what I couldn't do, and, and acknowledging where I was, but not focusing on it anymore. And what business grew out of that experience? Yes, yeah, so um, one of my passions and one of the things that I also do is um, I'm a leader in Mary Kay Direct Sales Company and I fell in love with that company. I love direct sales because of freedom and flexibility. Um, and so at that point when I cried out and I was ready for change, I had that business but it wasn't creating what I wanted. And so I went back to doing what I knew I could do, which was consulting. And so I began doing the consulting again during this time. And um, when I began to work with the coaches and go through the programs and start renewing my mind. I um, was so drawn to psychology. I'd studied so much in college and because of my own traumatic past and going through post-traumatic stress, I had always sought alternative um, forms of therapy and, you know, just constantly trying to do something because everything wasn't working. And so that's why I was drawn to neuroscience-based coaching. So once I went through those programs, I thought, you know, gosh, like everybody needs this because even though my story is dramatic, and you know, there's a lot of pieces going on. What I learned was that the brain actually records many things that aren't as dramatic as trauma, and it's literally conditioning the way people think. So like a child falling off a bike can record trauma in the brain, and now there's this post-traumatic thing, and it's maybe not as crazy as mine that le leads you to drugs and alcohol, but it's still conditioning you somewhere away from what God originally intended. And so this huge desire out of that came to teach people the truth and how to help set them free. And so I began to bridge this gap between my passion for Mary Kay and this financial gift that I obviously had. Um, and so that's where it developed into empowering women through these God-inspired success and financial plus business strategies so they can have it all and, and really live the life that God intended. That is absolutely incredible. What do you like best about your business and your life now? What I love best is helping people, like really helping them um, be that catalyst for change and realize that the desires they have, they, they can truly have, especially for women, not, you know, having to sacrifice a family, not having to sacrifice your children to have a six-figure business. You know, I've created it on a part-time business, having a surprise baby at 37, um, and I just love being able to... <laughs> Yeah, I just love being able to help women have it all, you know, so they can have the money, have the choices, and not sacrifice their children, which, you know, they, so many women had to do in the 80s, 90s, and even 2000s to be able to have that career. You know, they, they did sacrifice things. So that's what I love the most about it. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge now is is uh, not running ahead and there's so many ideas that I have and so many things that are on the horizon and because I'm a high achiever and I'm very you know motivated and I want to help so many people I sometimes have to slow myself down and just take it day by day and realize you know those things will come in their right time um, but just you know that sometimes can keep me from like oh my gosh there's so much I want to do but there's only so much time in the day. Very true. How do you get so much done in a day? How, what are some of your secrets for productivity? Yes. Yeah, so um, one of the biggest things that I do, and I actually learned this um, from Mary Kay, was delegate, delegate, delegate. So Mary Kay used to teach us 
don't do the penny jobs when you can make the dollars. And um, so that is something that I've been really adamant about. I didn't start, you know, with a huge team, but today I have seven to nine people that help me in various ways. I don't cook, I don't clean, I don't grocery shop, I don't do errands, I don't do admin, social media, website. I only do what I can do. I do the engaging, I do coaching, I do consulting, I do the actual, you know, tax or financial plan that needs to be done, creative work. That's all I do. And I have a saying that if you don't love it, you need to lose it because not only does it help you to build an organization and focus on what you do best, but when people are focused on what they're good at, they're happier and they're more productive. Um, and when, and it also causes people to be have better results because if you're trying to learn something that you shouldn't be doing anyways it's sucking so much energy and time from you that you're better off just to delegate it so you can make more money so that that delegating is a huge thing and and time blocking I block out when I do everything and so I'm very purposeful with family time and personal time and you know creative time work time quiet time you know education so I block out my ideal work week and I you know don't answer or phone calls or personal emails when I'm working or doing creative work. So I'm very adamant about structured block timing so that um, I can focus because multitasking also reduces productivity as well. So those are two big things for me. Awesome. Any software or apps that you swear by? I like um, the tomato timer. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, it's the timer that times you for 25 minutes and then you take a five minute work break. And um, that is the best way for the brain to work. I love that. Um, that helps a lot with the productivity. Uh, who is an ideal client for your business now? An ideal client for me is a woman who is struggling to create enough money and she's a mom and she wants to be able to work smart, not hard and have it all. She wants the six figure income, but she doesn't want to sacrifice her family, um, but she's struggling with something with money. Um, either it could come from her past or maybe she just needs the tools and education to be able to put systems in place that can help her move forward. But I looking for those women that I can help uncover those hidden success blocks and then give them the tools they need to create that six figure business. Awesome. What's working for you to attract more of those women to you now? Um, I have done a ton on Facebook. I have a Facebook community um, that women can find me in. And um, I have been in a lot of other groups in Facebook. So I made myself known as a Facebook person uh, for like the last two to three years. I have a large list of, you know, almost 4,000 or more friends. And so I've done a ton on Facebook. Um, but I am shifting to do a lot of passive things like moving to Facebook ads um, so that I can, um, you know, create even more time freedom as well. We know some people who can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> what are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work and you can't use a book you wrote? <laughs> That's funny. I wouldn't do that, but uh, let's see. Purpose Driven Life. I love Purpose Driven Life. Um, you know, especially for people who are trying to figure out a purpose or, you know, you're trying to figure out a new path on your journey. Even if it's one of those books you can read every few years and it still gives you um, something. Let me look on my desk. Oh, I love John Maxwell's The Leadership Bible. I love that one. And I love The Greatest Salesman in the World. It's been a while since I read that, but that was a life-changing book for me years ago when I first read that. Awesome. For our folks who are resonating with you who want to either read one of your books, learn more about your story, or potentially work with you, what is the best place for us to send them? Snowsaxon.com. Awesome. We'll put the link in the show notes. And amazing interview. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? <laughs> no, I think we covered a lot. 
I think we did. This has been Seth Green with Snow Saxman on the Direct Response Podcast. Snow, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely inspirational story. Fascinating interview. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the 500 challenge.com that's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more thanks so much for listening this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com